transcendental meditation that I learned when I was um, in my early 20s. So thank you for coming back to my, I think this is my fourth official podcast that I've done by myself. Um, and I wanted to circle back to a earlier podcast, going back to the very first one that I started by myself about failure and kind of telling that life story and go back to the period of time. Um, and I'm probably going to do a two-part uh, podcast on this period of time because it's a very, very significant period where I went through a very kind of intense spiritual journey, mainly because um, to kind of anyone that didn't listen, you know, I went through kind of a significant period as a, as a child failing consistently and then suddenly I was successful and then I lost that success and then I was suddenly failing again and I was, I was finding myself homeless and, and I, I thought to myself, how did I get here? Um, and I really went on this spiritual journey feeling like I really needed to find myself as a person before I went back out into the world and tried to earn money and be successful. So I, I spent a solid year, year and a half, maybe even a full two years of really seeking out what did I believe about the world, God, the universe, death, life, uh, my spiritual beliefs, and, and invested a significant amount of time on it. And one of the things that I really... Um, really dive deep into during this period of time is um, something called transcendental meditation. And, you know, I, I, I was experiencing at this time a, a, an, an enormous amount of anxiety that I can't explain, um, just was an underlining feeling in my life all the time at this age. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I'd been a failure throughout most of my childhood in, 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 um, high school experiences. And then suddenly I was extremely successful and then suddenly I was a failure again. And it, it really created a certain level of anxiety of like, maybe I'm not going to be someone successful. Maybe I'm going to be just an average person and not that average is, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to put a negative connotation on that as much as I want to share that from my experience that I really thought, all right, I'm going to achieve something great. And then suddenly I was like, no, I'm not. And this, this anxiety inside of me was really tugging at me to where I was having a hard time at this age, really functioning in the world until I could get right with this. And one of the practices um, that I got introduced to very early. I would say 20, 21 years old. I was, I was pretty young. Uh, was this meditation called Transcendental Meditation. And one of the unique things is the, the teacher, or the yogi, uh, I don't know the right term uh, to, to phrase it, um, the name of her company or the name of her school that taught uh, this meditation was International Academy of Mastery. I still remember it because the symbol was I am. Now, I'm an Aries and my mother raised me and all that stuff. So I'm very, you know, kind of aware of, uh, of these, kind of th these kind of connections. And the I am is the Aries symbol. I'm an Aries. And I was like, oh, I found my teacher, you know. And so... Um, I went and met with her, and 
she began to teach me the practice of learning this meditation. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I meditate every day and that I'm this, you know, spiritually connected human being who's attuned with the universe and all that stuff. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to try to falsely claim anything here. But what I, what I want to share with you was that the power of the intention at this moment in my life that I was truly seeking um, a, a way forward in my life that I could relieve this anxiety within myself. And this was one of the things that had the most impactful experience that I can still remember to this day. And this is, you know, this is 18 years ago. I'm 39. Let's assume I was about 21. We're, we're talking about, you know, almost 20 years ago, about 18 now. And I need to explain what transcendental meditation is to explain the impact that it's had on my life. So transcendental meditation, and I want to be clear that I'm not an expert on this. Um, I'm going to give you my interpretation of what I remember and understand about what it is. Transcendental meditation is a mantra-based meditation. And your teacher slash yogi gives you that mantra and they take you through the experience of understanding what the meditation is, how to use it. And then at the end of it, they give you this mantra. And this mantra is never to be spoken out loud. You're never allowed to say your mantra out loud. You're not allowed to tell anybody your mantra. It's your mantra. And maybe we all have the same mantra and we just don't know. I, I don't know how that works. I don't know if there's, based on who they think you are and your role in the world, they give you that mantra. I, I, I couldn't tell you the details of that part. I just tell you that I received a mantra and I've never spoken it out loud in 18 years. Now, when you say this mantra to yourself, I want you to imagine life being like, let's imagine an island. And on that island, there's hurricanes, there's rain, um, there's sunshine, there's thunder, there's lightning, there's fires, there's wind. That's life, right? It's coming at you. It's chaos. It's stressful. It's, it's intense. And when you say this mantra, imagine floating to the bottom of, that o of the bottom of the ocean. And as you get deeper into the meditation, it gets quieter and quieter and quieter. And that's how you're able to meditate. And as you come back to your meditation over time, whether it's daily, every other day, whenever you're doing this meditation, you leave the mantra at the lowest point that you left it. So each meditation gets slightly deeper, slightly deeper, slightly deeper because you've left the mantra there. You didn't bring it back to the surface. You didn't bring it back to life with you. You left it in that deep place in the ocean that you left it. And... Over time, each meditation gets deeper and a little bit more healing, if you want to use that term uh, for yourself. Um, 
And so because you've never spoken this mantra, it's always left in this deep place, right? So imagine this is what I believe is one of the underlining successes to my life. And I don't mean just financial success. I mean the ability to deal with intense experiences and get through them in a way where I tend to usually have a positive outlook. Don't get me wrong, I experience hardships and I feel moments of sadness, and but I usually don't stay there long. I'm usually able to pull out of those moments at a much greater rate than most people. Um, I'm able to accept my feelings, identify them, and deal with them, and not necessarily get lost in them a lot of times, and able to compartmentalize and just move on to the next thing that needs to be done, and I tend to approach each day, and it's because I believe that because this mantra has been planted in me for essentially 20 years, and it was planted in me in, in such a period of time where I, I really was seeking it and I really was open to the experience and I really believed in it, that I have that deep sense of quietness inside of me all the time. That even though I'm more on the island where there's rain and there's fire and there's thunderstorms and there's lightning and there's all this chaos that we call life, because that mantra is planted so deep in me and I've left it there for so long, um, I think that I'm able to access that silence when it's needed. I don't always have to constantly be in meditation and constantly, it's inside of me, the mantra's there. Um, I planted that little drop of quietness inside of me that has lived for 18 years. And I don't wanna you know, push the notion of you should go learn transcendental meditation. Um, there's a lot of factors why that worked for me. First of all, it was the timing, the place, the experience, my openness to it, my willingness, and, you know, 20 years of just leaving the mantra there. Now, I, there's no science behind this. I've, I've never spoken to the teacher that taught me to, for her to say, well, that's not accurate. You know, the amazing thing about life is whatever we believe is really what it is, and that's what I believe. So <laughs> you can't take it from me. I'm, cho I'm choosing this as my belief system. But I have, over time, as chaos has surfaced, um, been able to find that silence inside of me, get clear, and move forward with what I think needs to be happening next. Um, and, I, and I really believe um, that that is one of the driving factors. And I'm not going to say my financial success my happiness in life. Forget about the financial part. This, the, the meditation did not make me financially successful. It made me to be able to live a joyful life, a happy life, a content life. Meaning, when I had lots of money, I was able to be content. When I ha haven't had lots of money, I've been able to be content. When there is chaos around me, just like right now, and, and you know, I'll, I'll use this as an experience, right now, 
as I record all of these podcasts, I'm kind of doing one right after another. Um, we're in the middle of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, you know, the world is on fire. And anyone that's been following me knows that I tend to wake up every day and be happy. I'm in a good mood. It's really hard. Don't get me wrong. I have my moments of doubt and I get nervous, but I tend to find a way, find that silence, refocus myself and come back out into the world in a positive, joyful, happy, content way. And I really believe that it's because I planted that little silence inside of me and that mantra is planted in me so deep and I left it at the depths of quietness for so long that I'm able to access it even without having to go into the meditation. It's just a part of me now. I operate life with that ability to access that silence whenever I need it. Now, that's a little bit deep and, and probably maybe too much, but I, I think that if you can grasp the basic understanding of what I'm saying is um, that has worked for me. Um, and that that has allowed me to live a joyful and content life, um, regardless of whether I access the meditation on a daily basis or not. So transcendental meditation um, is something that had a huge effect on me at a very young age. Um, and it has continued to have a huge effect on me. I'm sure there's other types of meditation. I don't, I'm not telling you that transcendental meditation is the way of life and everybody should do it. Um, I think that to develop those types of things, you number one have to be open to them and you have to be accepting of them and you have to be seeking that for it to be valid for you. Um, and that, that was for me. Now, this is going to be a two-part podcast, but I'm going to break it up into two separate ones. Um, and so the next one I'm going to talk about is understanding your conscious and unconscious mind and diving into detail because these uh, were simultaneously things happening, the meditation and me really understanding my conscious and conscious thought patterns uh, were two very important parts of, of the, the kind of evolution of my life. And I definitely want to share those experiences equally and, and give them their own kind of podcast separately. So thank you for listening all the way to the end. Um, I really do appreciate anyone that actually listens all the way to the end of these podcasts. And um, the next one will be about conscious and unconscious mind and how to understand the difference between the two um, and how to tackle your unconscious mind. So I really appreciate you listening and thank you very much.